Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcast innovation is coming at us faster than ever before. Spoiler, it's not slowing down. How you react to new ideas that could fundamentally change podcasting says a lot about who you are. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Those of you, like me, who can remember the flood of new ideas and innovation that came out of the 2008 recession, we will all tell you this. Get ready for 2021. Yeah, I know we're all done with 2020, but 2021 is going to be a massive dump of podcast change, innovation, new ways of doing things. Big time. We're already seeing it right now in 2020, and that's just going to continue to spiral. These things happen. It's a cycle, and we're, I think, uh, at the beginning of a new cycle, which is going to continue to precipitate. Precipitate? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, change. Now, if you're a change freak like me, you love change. But not everybody is. In fact, the vast majority of people do not like change. So when you see these new apps, these new services, these new directories, these new ways of doing podcasting, these new processes and procedures, you go, ah! A lot of people do. Now, I'm not here to try and make you into a me, but I've got three pretty simple things for you to do, to, to think about, to keep in mind when you're looking at something brand new in podcasting, especially something brand new in podcasting that might, as I've said, fundamentally change how podcasting itself works, how you operate in podcasting, this kind of an existential crisis, if you will, either localized to you or larger for the entire ecosystem. These three tips it's a process. It's really one tip that is a three-step way of surviving this might help if, in fact, that's what you need. So I'm going to stop teasing, and I'm just going to get right into it. Here are some coping strategies for podcasters who simply do not like change. You start with this attitude. When you see something new, number one, first thing to do, start by embracing everything. And I know that's a very tall order. Wait a minute, Evo. That's not a coping strategy. Swallow it all now. Okay, I don't mean jump in head first. I mean embrace the idea. When something comes out, your very first reaction, whatever it is, I want you to cut that off. And I want you to force yourself to have a different reaction. And that is a reaction where you would embrace that change. You say, that's going to be a good thing. You may not know much about it, but I want your default approach to be, this is going to be good. Because very few people are doing things in the ecosystem to change podcasting for the worse. 
They might change podcasting for the worse, but that's typically not their intention. Everybody making something new, whether it's an app or a service or a directory or whatever, is doing it because they think this is going to make it better, something better. So that is your first default mindset. Adopt that. Okay. Accept at face value that this thing's intention is to be better, and you are going to be supportive of that thing because you like better things too. But that's just a position. Your default position is one of acceptance. It is welcome. It is, let's see what you have to offer with a smile on your face, not a scowl. That's number one. Number two, be pragmatic. And pragmatic, by that I mean, don't accept everything at face value. I know I just said do that, kind of, but remember, that's the opening. You are welcoming someone into your headspace to think about this. That's welcoming. However, do not accept everything or really anything that they say to you at face value. One of the best ways I cope with change is these two things. I'm ready for it. But as soon as they start laying out the position, I'm quick with a, well, hang on. Can we re-examine this particular premise, this entire idea, this thing? Is what you're trying to sell me, and whether I have to buy it or whether it's some free service, is it, is, are your claims valid? Do they hold up under scrutiny? And here's the trick about phase number two. You have to scrutinize. You have to scrutinize. You cannot be credulous. You cannot be... While you want to accept everybody is trying to do good, you need to examine their actions to see if that's true or not. And again, not that they're doing ill or evil, but they just may not really hold water. Right? I mean, some of the claims that you might see from some of these new services may make bold statements and assertions that just simply don't reflect the way the world works today. And you, as a discerning person who gets it, needs to be able to look at that critically and say, do I buy that? Do I buy into that philosophy, that idea? More importantly, does it work for me? Let me, let me look at me and the people who I know in this space as well and say, do we, do we fit in that particular model? We have to be pragmatic about things. We have to look at claims. And we have to be able to, to be critical thinking, critical thinkers. We have to apply critical thinking when we're evaluating these claims before we rush headlong. Because while we're open to the idea, before you start investing heavily, whether that's money or whether that's your time or resources, before you really start investing heavily in that new tool that is really going to change everything, be pragmatic. Don't get fooled by the glitz and glamour of cool things if they don't apply to you. Or if there's not really an application that makes sense to you, don't get tripped up by the flim-flam. Third and final step of this entire process for a coping strategy for podcasters who do not like change is to remember that whatever these new startups are doing right now might fail miserably, but they may come out the other end with a complete and total retumbling. It's been oversaid that startups are simply organizations in search of a business problem to solve, right? They're looking for a way to do something. 
your first idea for startups oftentimes is not the final product. And it's the same in the podcasting space. Even though something sounded great, the idea was there, but the ideas that's that programmatic when you were filtering through things went, eh, that's really not going to work out very well. Well, the developers, the people behind this are thinking about all this stuff too, and they're retooling. And a lot of them will just simply dump the project and move on to try something else. But some will come up with something quite different. They'll take some learnings from what it was. So even if you have embraced first and you went, eh, not so much for step number two, keep your eye on those companies. If they come back again and say, hey, we're trying something different, give them another pass. Give them another shot. Don't just assume that, well, they fooled me once, shame on me. No, 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 no. That's not the way. It's not the way to operate because everybody's first offer is oftentimes not fully baked. By definition, they're not fully baked. It's hard to get things right at the gate. So don't expect someone to do that. And if you do those three things, embrace that change, but then look very critically about it, but then be willing to let them come back into your life later if it didn't work out for you, you'll find that this wave of change coming in podcasting makes you a little less stressed out and kind of if you get to where I'm at with it, kind of exciting. I get a little bored when a week goes by and there's not some groundbreaking, earth-shattering podcast flipping over new thing out there. Maybe you'll get to some crazy part where I'm at. <laughs> Maybe not. I, I know I am totally a crazy person about that. But if you know a crazy person who would perhaps like, or maybe they're not crazy enough in your opinion and they want to they get through the change, maybe, maybe they're struggling with all these new things coming out, send them this episode. Maybe these three, this little one, two, three step process will help them embrace change better because you're already clearly a love the change or you would probably wouldn't be paying attention to the stuff that I put out on a regular basis. And if you really like what I'm doing, check out buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and sign up. Small little donation helps a lot. It, you know, definitely helps me understand that people not only want to hear and watch what I have to say and read what I have to say, but also... I think that's worthy, worthy of their support. So again, buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. That's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately... That right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com.
That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.